live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 30th. In the year of our Lord, 2019, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. A quick recap of yesterday's broadcast. We talked about Donald Trump, who said Obama is the founder of ISIS and Hillary Clinton is the co-founder. That's what he said on the campaign trail. Sound bites directly from the Donald. But now we got to wonder, is the leader of ISIS, what do they call this guy, Baghdadi? Al Baghdadi or whatever. Uh, is this guy really dead? And uh, it's kind of strange how we don't talk at all about Hillary or, or Barack, the founders of ISIS. But we're going to talk about this, uh, what, low-level leader? You say low-level, Sam. What are you talking about? This guy was a kingpin. Well, in 2004, we had him. But we let him go saying he was a low-level operative and didn't matter. Yeah, Donald Trump uh, says that Baghdadi died after running into a dead-end tunnel, whimpering and crying and screaming all the way. You think the ISIS leader was really doing that, folks? By the way, they claim a DNA test confirmed the dead body was that of the ISIS leader, President Donald Trump claims. Now, they claim that they stole some underwear, and that's how they compared the DNA. But how do you know it was his underwear? I'm just saying very strange, weird building blocks to make the case that I don't know that you can independently verify or trust at all. Uh, Islamic State leader Baghdadi. Reportedly received a proper burial at sea, so they already quickly did the DNA on the spot. They confirmed it with the underwear taken from months before. Uh, they're just sure that it's him, and they already mm, slipped his body into the sea. So he blew himself up, and then they got the DNA, and then they slipped the body into the sea. And uh, Just very, very strange, but it's telltale, in my opinion, of dishonesty. This comes just days after the news that the United States will not be pulling out entirely from Syria, contrary to what Donald Trump claimed earlier this month. Yeah, Noel Tate, that's the author, says, Bill Clinton bombed an aspirin factory. Trump bagged, what, El Baghdadi or whatever this guy's name is? Anyway, Kurdish general uh, doubles down. We're going to trust the Kurds on this, right? Informants stole the ISIS leader Baghdadi's underwear for the U.S. So we're going to tru trust this um, Kurdish general that they really stole it and turned over the proper underwear and everything else, right? I don't really get it. What do they call this guy, this dog, Conan? I guess it's the hero dog that's now safe, got a little beat up in the explosion, but recovering nicely. The dog helped us get this guy. But really, in my opinion, of all the comments, you know, about and for and in relation to this killing of this Baghdadi leader. I don't even know if we got the right guy or if it was a twin, if it was a double. You know, I don't know. I don't trust the information we get from our government is the saddest part about it. But you know what? I think Ron 
Senator Rand Paul. Senator Rand Paul's comments are the most valuable of all of them. Senator Rand Paul said, quote, if you want to stop the endless wars, you actually have to leave. The U.S. guarding of oil in Syria will only prolong the war and bring Kurds into conflict with the Assad. Amen to that. Mr. President, don't listen to Lindsey Graham and Chuck Schumer and others who have been wrong for so long. Boy, howdy is that sage advice from Senator Rand Paul. That was our One Liberty Roundtable Live. You know, some have more trust in what we hear from the mainstream press than others. I don't trust the press. Uh, you know, I don't know if President Trump's telling the truth or not. He loves to embellish, that's for sure. Whether he's getting the proper information, I don't know. We're getting underwear from the Kurds. We're getting, and we're sure, we're just positive we got this guy. But you know what? I question the whole thing. Supposedly we had a quick DNA test out in the field. We already took care of the proper burial and slipped his body into the sea. There's no second guessing it. There's no autopsy. There's none of those things. It's just already, quote, a done deal. You better believe it or you're some conspiracy nut. But I don't believe it. All right, looks like the Federal Reserve is going to be cutting the interest rate by another quarter percent this week. And a lot of people are happy with the Fed when they cut interest rates. But when interest rates go up, they're critical of the Fed. I'm critical of the Fed in both cases. We don't need manipulations up or down. What we need is honest constitutional currency, uh, as our supreme law calls for, gold and silver. Honest money. The question is, home prices are heating up again. They're overheating, causing buyers to now turn away because they just can't afford the homes. And I highlighted the inflationary tax going on that's been ever-present for the last hundred years since the Federal Reserve fake money changers have been in, quote, business, if you will. The Federal Reserve is not federal, folks. It's a private banking cartel, just so you know. Go study it if you don't believe me. All right, we talked about an incredible Olive Garden server who helped save two kids from child abuse after seeing the baby's face. So that's good news. We want to stop abuse wherever it's found, that's for sure. Um, Rachel Alexander wrote an article, is the U.S. MCA a good replacement for NAFTA? Rachel Alexander, I don't think so. I don't think so. Donald was going to back out of these trade deals entirely, but now he's just talking about rewriting them. So he's already waffled. And I think we're going to trade some bad things for other bad things, and some things will improve, and some things will get worse. But no doubt, make no mistake, all these agreements march towards the breach of our sovereignty and march towards a globalism, regional view of economics, like the European Union. Look out. Don't fall for it. They're trying to back out of the European Union while we're falling for the, what, Trans-American or American Union or whatever you call the thing. We better not fall for it, folks. By the way, we got good news, though. A new report's out. 66% of millennials don't have any student debt. That's a really good news piece. Uh, It's shocking and scary that we have a trillion dollars in student loan debt with only a third of the students. That's a whole other topic, and it's something that we need to be very, very aware of. Uh, But the good news is most of them are out of debt. They're realizing, hey, debt is bad news, baby. I wish our United States government would understand that, you know? I guess activist Jennifer Lawrence marries a art dealer. Cook Marini? Is that how you say the guy's name? Or Coke Marini? Anyway, there you go. Sheriff says my deputies will not be in Beto O'Rourke's anti-gun Gestapo. Good for the sheriff, man. We believe the Second Amendment, don't we? 
All right, we're talking about a lone woman who shot a home invasion suspect dead. Intrusion suspect dies after being shot multiple times. Our prayers are with those who get shot. We don't want that. And our prayers are with the family and loved ones. But you know what? We do want to protect innocence. And I just wish these criminals wouldn't conduct these criminal acts of rape and pillage and plunder. And, uh, you know, self-defense is a needful but sad scenario many times, right? Tulsi Gabbard declares war on Hillary Clinton's and the Democrat Party establishment. They literally lied and said Tulsi Gabbard and um, Jill Stein and others are uh, Russian assets. You know what? Let's have an opportunity to face thine accusers. Let's have an opportunity for full transparency. Uh, Let's have an opportunity for discovery and let someone face thine accusers. And let's find out the truth. Let's have the due process of law take place, whether it be the allegations against Donald, whether it be allegations against, um, you know, Tulsa Gabbard or Jill Stein or any of these people. We can't have the court of public opinion and manipulation. Okay, look, these claims about Donald, these claims by Donald, whatever you want to say, we need to have the truth on all of them. Right. Donald claims that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are the founder and co-founders of ISIS. Is that true? If it is, let's arrest those leaders of ISIS, founder and co-founder of ISIS. If it's not true, Donald has some serious answering to do, ladies and gentlemen. Same thing with Hillary Clinton. If she's going to say Tulsi Gabbard and Jill Stein and others are what? Russian assets. Well, then prove it. And if it's true, then you know what? They have some serious answering to do, and we should be arresting some people. If it's not true, then Hillary is in serious, serious trouble. See, I want accountability and transparency and due process and innocence until proven guilty and right on down the line, folks. And I'm not picky on which side of the aisle we're talking about. I want the truth in all cases. This fake news stuff has got to go. All right, we talked about the MLB indefinitely bans models that flashed. I guess... uh, Jarrett Colt, during game five of this baseball game, I guess they flashed it was to promote porn or whatever else they're doing. Weird stuff, but there you go. At least there's some integrity to say, hey, this stuff is not tolerable in our stadiums. Good for them. Nolte says Matt Lauer is not the first alleged rapist that NBC has been shielding. Those are some serious indictments again as well. If those are true, we need to create accountability. If it's not true, then we need to really, really double down and say, what's going on around here? See, these fake news stories in the court of public opinion have got to stop. Absolutely must stop. All right, that's a recap of yesterday's broadcast. It is available online at libertyroundtable.com. Spread the word, download for free, share the broadcast, tell your friends, help it grow. Uh, Donate if you have the heart to help, libertyroundtable.com. If we provide value to you, please reciprocate. That's a recap of yesterday's news. News the network refused to use starts now. Kirk Crosby's with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And if you want raw honey delivered directly to your door to learn more, get a hold of Kurt, C-U-R-T at LibertyRoundTable.com or LocalHoneyMan.com is his website. That's LocalHoneyMan.com. Or you can call or text at 801-669-2211. That's 801-669-2211. One. Kanye West in the news. We'll talk about it in seconds. Sam and Kurt, Liberty Roundtable Live. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? 
you deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. All right, we're going to talk about the tale of two rappers, man. Yeah, you got Kanye West first, ladies and gentlemen, on the good news column. You got what, YG or whatever that goofball's name is in the bad column. We'll talk about him. Kirk Crosby's with me. So Kanye West, Kurt, Democrats making blacks abort their children. We're brainwashed out here, bro. Come on, man. That's what Kanye's saying, Kurt. He reacted to critics who say he's betrayed the black community. He says, this is a free man talking. Democrats have us voting for Democrats with food stamps for years. What are you talking about, man? Said the host. Well, we're talking about guns in the 80s, taking the fathers out the home. Plan B, in other words, uh, uh, abortion pills, if you will. Lowering our votes, making us abort our children. Thou shalt not kill, says Kanye. He was asked about his support for President Donald Trump. He says, I'd rather deal with somebody that calls me the N-word to my face than a person that signs me for life on a contract. Uh, I'd rather know what I'm dealing with. The radio host asked if he's worried about his support for Trump could be viewed as an endorsement of racism. Kanye responds wisely and says this. The most racist thing that a person could tell me is that I'm supposed to choose something based on my race, Wes says. In other words, you can't like Trump because you're a black man. You got to like Obama. He says, that's the most racist thing you can do is tell me I got to believe in something or act or vote or whatever a certain way because of my race. I'm not telling nobody not to vote Democrat, he said. I love Obama. I love Lemonade. I love wing top or wing stop. I love polos. I love Jordans. He said he has no fear of losing his audience because he fears God the most. 
I'm only afraid of my daddy, he says. God. I'm telling you that God is showing you that you can have your own thoughts, bro. Don't worry, I've been canceled before. He released an album earlier this week called Jesus is King. And uh, he is a recent convert to Christianity, he said. He said, I want you to know that I'm not here for your entertainment. West told the crowd, we are here to spread the gospel. He said, excuse me if I mispronounce anything. He added, I'm a recent convert. That means I just got saved earlier this year. Kind of an interesting twist for Kanye. And I say, good on him, Kurt. I hope his conversion is genuine. I hope it's true. The reason he says, uh, don't you know, beat me up if I mispronounce anything is because, you know, they talk about these baby Christians and, and Donald Trump mispronounced things and everybody mocked and made fun of him. And I shouldn't say everybody because we didn't, but most did. Uh, and it's sad, Kurt. And so, you know, Kanye's heading that off already going, hey, you know what? I'm a baby Christian. I don't really know all what I'm doing, but I know my conversion's real. And and uh, if I mispronounce anything, don't beat me up too bad. And I'm doing the best that I can. And I don't care if I lose fans or what happens here. This is not an entertainment reality. This is a a free man talking. Pretty interesting uh Pros from Kanye West, Kurt. Well, I couldn't agree more and uh, back him in uh, so many ways. Uh, you know, I mean, imagine a guy like this that, uh, you know, has been told so many times he's supposed to stay on the plantation. He's not supposed to uh, get off uh, a Democrat train or the, you know, uh, Jesse Jackson, uh, you know, uh, all this, all these guys, those so-called leaders, and he's on the. Uh, you know, he doesn't mention Ben Carson, but man, he sure could. He he could uh, bring him up a lot, I think, and and uh, go for that. But uh, he's doing good good stuff, if you ask me. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. He's the taking the fathers out the home. See, I think that's a critical of of all the components he spoke to. I think that's one of them, a big time. You know, this racism discussion. He said, I'm not telling nobody not to vote Democrat, he said. Um, anyway, I find that interesting. I, I really like that he confirmed earlier this month his, uh, his confirming uh, earlier this month his conversion to Christianity. I think that's important, too. It's hard to know exactly what to focus on with this, you know. Excuse me if I mispronounce anything. You know, I find the guy refreshing, Kurt. And I, what I find interesting is you're starting to see more and more and more black people come off the plantation, if you will. And I don't mean to use those words. Those are the words that Kanye and others are using. Uh, but you got that lady that does a talk show, too. I don't have her name right in front of me this second. But she's coming out bold and doing a great job, too. And her and Kanye West really have a lot of the same narrative. Conservative, Christian, uh, black people that are saying the, the same things we're saying about conservative principles and about God, family, and country. And um, What's her name, Kurt? Do you know her name offhand? I'll have to try to find it. It doesn't ring a bell right now. So. All right. Anyway, I covered her. Uh, she's done like three talk shows. I think she's with The Blaze. I'll have to find that to highlight that for you. But anyway, she's doing a good job. Now, on the other side of the coin, ladies and gentlemen, I guess there's a YG rapper who's going a little different direction than Kanye. Boots fan who refused to say the F word, you know, Trump during a concert. 
Okay, and this is a serious thing. Now I got the sound bite here, and it, you know, bleeps out the f words, but this is serious, man. This, you know, you look at Kanye, and he's promoting Christian principles, and no wonder we praise him. Some would say, well, hey, Kanye's not genuine. I don't know. I'm not here to judge someone's heart. I'm just saying what he's doing is good. But here is YG. Listen to this interchange or exchange, I should say. Shake your hand, man. Hey, listen. I spotted you out in the crowd. I asked you if you fuck with Donald Trump. You said you don't know. So since you don't know, I need you to make up your mind tonight. I need you to uh, say your name. I want you to state your name because I know your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your grandfather is watching. I want you to state your name and yell out fuck Donald Trump. No, you won't. Get his ass out of here. Get him out of the stand. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happened at a YG concert. They literally, um, I guess he has a song, the F word Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, they were singing the song, and I guess this guy was on the front row or whatever. They could see him, and he wasn't singing along. He wasn't willing to do that. So this YG thug pulls him up on stage and says, hey, you better, you know, say the F word Donald Trump right now in front of your grandma, your mama, your daddy, everybody now. Get it done. You got to make up your mind right now. It's a throwdown. And the fan's like, I'm not, I'm just not doing that. No, I won't. You won't get him out of here. Start swearing and get him out of here. And, you know, that's the story. The mainstream press primarily ignores most of this. But this is how hostile uh, these, quote, tolerant people you know, they used to pitch themselves as tolerant, Kurt. Now we're seeing their, I don't know if I dare say true colors in this context, because, wow, that could go racial in a hurry, even though I don't intend it to, right? But I'm saying this is the true colors of these people, Kurt. This is what they really think. They're full of hatred and vitriol, and there's no tolerance. This guy just does not want to down the president. Now they're saying, hey, this proves you're a backer of the president. And my response is, it doesn't prove anything like that. This guy might not even like Trump, but he doesn't want to literally publicly use uh, I, I don't want to use the word hate speech either Kurt it's hard to talk about this because you fall into so many traps even discussing it but this guy's just saying I don't want to use bad language uh, as a description of my president I'm not going to go against the president now the fan didn't say anything he didn't go on a rant defending Donald Trump he didn't do any of those things he just said I'm not going to use um, this bad language to uh, you know attack my president I'm not doing it he literally got kicked out of the concert for that, Kurt. And this just shows how hostile this has become. Now, on one hand, you could say, well, Donald was kicking people out who disagrees with him. This is a completely different scenario. One is sometimes these protesters have been very disruptive. This guy wasn't disruptive at all. In fact, he just didn't engage in what YG, the rapper, wanted him to do. So you got Kanye promoting Christian principles. You got YG literally saying you got to say F Donald Trump publicly in his face or you're kicked out of the concert. Crazy, Kurt. Any uh, comment on this one? Well, uh, you know, when I saw that YG story or whatever the guy's name is, I thought, man, that's that's, uh, you know, the way it is. And, uh, you know, I was watching one uh YouTube uh, yesterday, I think it was, of uh, a uh, guy. The guy uh, 
you know, makes a YouTube about basically traveling uh, from like L.A. to Sacramento or, you know, in those areas and wearing a Make America Great Again cap. And, uh, you know, so he films it and, uh, you know, some uh, gets the reaction of the different people, but it's amazing the good reactions he gets as well. Uh, so people just need to have courage and stand up for what's right and uh, let's take America back and make America great again. Well, I commend the fan for not, um, you know, I don't care if the fan's for or against Donald Trump on a political level, but I commend the fan for not taking the bait and shame on Rapper YG. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Homicide detectives are busy after a mass shooting outside a home in Long Beach, California. Interviewing witnesses, trying to gather any additional information to help further their investigation. That's a Long Beach police spokeswoman who says three people were killed and nine others were wounded when shooting began last night in the port city south of L.A. at a Halloween party. Some reports say men wearing hoods barged into the backyard party opening fire. Still in California, firefighters are bracing for historic winds today. Most of the state is under a red flag warning. The winds gusting as much as 80 miles an hour will only fan the flames of dozens of wildfires, including the Kincaid Fire, which has burned more than 115 square miles in northern California and has destroyed or damaged over 200 buildings. This is USA Radio News. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. Yoto, my office, now! Limo Imu, Doug, you're being transferred across town. Oh, because they haven't heard that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. No, it's because Limu keeps eating the chips on Janine's desk, and her keyboard, and her expense reports, and her stress balls, and her... Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The U.S. House of Representatives yesterday overwhelmingly approving a non-binding resolution to recognize the Ottoman Turks killing of up to one and a half million Armenians in the early 1900s as genocide. On this vote, the yeas are 405 and the nays are 11. With three answering present. The resolution viewed as an American rebuke to NATO ally Turkey following its recent invasion of Syria. Meanwhile, the House is also calling for sanctions over Turkey's invasion of Syria. And now Turkey has summoned the U.S. ambassador following yesterday's vote. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says he's worried there might be another government shutdown. He says the president may provoke another one to take the spotlight off the House. House impeachment inquiry, the government could run out of money on the 21st of November. 
This is USA Radio News. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. One last point on this YG and Kanye West on two sides of the coin, if you will, and the fan that didn't fall for YG's abuse. Look, I don't care if you're for or against Donald Trump. I don't care if you like or dislike his policies. But you need to not make it so personal. And the foul language in public places has got to stop. The ratcheting up the hatred on either side has got to stop. Uh, and back away. I try to do my best to praise President Trump when I think he's doing right. I try to highlight when I think he's doing wrong and try to point out the different direction that I believe we ought to go. And then I try to back that up with logical reasons of why I believe in what I do based on principle, etc. Uh, anyway, we need to really step back for a minute for a minute on some of these things. All right. Thousands of YouTubers, Kurt, want to unionize, believe it or not. And they've got the support of Europe's largest trade union. Did you see this one? Nope. All right. Anyway, so YouTubers are trying to say we need to unionize, man. YouTube's abusing us and taking out our videos and stealing our ad revenue. And uh, now the European Union um, or the European uh, whatever you want to call it, trade group is behind them. They call it Europe's largest trade union. And uh, so that's an interesting twist. You know, I don't think unionizing is necessarily the answer because what it'll turn out to be eventually is a forced union. You'll you know, have to be part of the union to be broadcasting on YouTube eventually if they get their way. And that usually is the course of things. So I'm not really for that. But I do get that the workers are abused. And this is kind of where, you know, when a, a business gets too powerful or whatever, when the balance of natural interplay, if you will, or the free markets get upset by certain players. And by the way, YouTube and Google has been built by our government. And so, you know, it's out of whack for sure. But um, then there's no good answer except for the Hegelian dialectic comes into play, Kurt, and you have nothing but, well, government's the only way to solve that. And that's where the lies kind of begin and things go off the rails in a hurry. But they're taking this globally uh, now, if you will. Thousands of YouTubers wanting to unionize. I thought that was an interesting story. All right, there's a battle uh, in Breitbart, too, Kurt. Well, in this case, I think what you're talking about is the uh, story where the uh, Breitbart boys are being, uh, I guess you could say, courted uh, by Facebook. Is that the one you're talking about where they're uh, I don't really talking know about this whole news? Over Breitbart okay. on Facebook's new journalism yeah. section. And they say Instagram's yeah, I, boss got involved. So, yeah, apparently uh, Facebook is <laughs> trying to be a little less fake book and a little bit more, you know, honest or whatever. And so then they're going to talk about allowing uh, Breitbart stories to be part of that. Um, and the uh, well. Anyway, uh, that's that's the uh, kind of battle so far, and you see that with Google and so many things. You know, you enter in a, uh, some news story, and it won't allow you to get info from, say, Breitbart or other sources, the World Net Daily or whatever. But they'll push the ones they uh, well they agree with more. Well, what do you expect them to do, Kurt? It's their platform. Well, that's exactly right, Sam, and uh, we 
we used to think, at least I used to think, that, hey, you know, somehow the computer just dealt with everybody fairly, you know, it wasn't a money game, it was, a, you know, hey, uh, if your words were on there, uh, somehow you'd be up early like the other guys, you know, but we, uh, we've since learned a little bit, haven't we? Well, I've known this the whole time, and you know, part of the problem you got to understand is if there's a, let's say there's five million results that can match a given search. How do you decide what to show people? You can't show five million results side by side. So there's got to be intelligence applied to that algorithm to say what are we going to show? How are we going to prioritize and sort these results in a way that you can see them? Um, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Kurt, because it has to be done. There's no way to show you all 5 million results all at once. So there's no problem with saying there's got to be a, a, an algorithm to sort that. The problem becomes, when is the algorithm justifiable based on logic and intelligence and fairness versus when is the algorithm, you know, manipulating the results in an unfair partisan or manipulative way? Um because there's got to be a way. And I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know that there is a fair way to sort the results, Kurt. You might say, well, let me sort the results um, based on popularity. Well, yeah, but the search engine can make the results more popular or not. If I search for something and then click on something over and over and over and then I track that, well, the ones that I saw first in the beginning are the ones that I click on more. And so they're pushed to the top even more. It's like a self-fulfilling click, right? Um I could randomly deliver the results, but then oftentimes you're going to say, well, that's not what people are really looking for oftentimes. How do I support the, you know, sort the results based on relevance? Well, that's a very subjective thing. Two stories come up. One's Republican, one's Democrat, one's neither party. Three stories, how do I pick which one to do? Now, that's making it only political. Or if I come up and it's Ford or Chevy, how do I know which one to put on top? The Ford one or the Chevy one? Should I put it in alphabetical order? Should I? Okay. And so there's very difficult decisions. And, uh, you know, I understand how complicated it is. I also understand when things are intentionally engineered, um, wrongfully so. Now, I'll give you an example where I have a real problem with it, Kurt. And I, I don't know that I have all the answers. I might have some of the answers, but I don't know that I have all the answers. But there's a battle over uh, for Breitbart on Facebook's journalism section. Instagram's boss got involved. Thousands of YouTubers are wanting to unionize, so we know this is a hot topic, to say the least. But this next story really highlights, in my opinion, the concern. I was, yeah. I was just going to add just something real quick. Uh, one of the things to keep in mind is the Instagram chief, by the way, is, of course, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Remember that. And... Um, uh, I guess this guy, Mosiri, I guess is how you say his name, um, he responded to some tweets about it. He said, hey, uh, you know, I I don't really, uh, I mean, I'm going to defend Facebook's uh, choice of including Breitbart in their news tab, but he said he didn't want it to be included. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I guess the news tab represents a different approach to the media industry than in the past. Uh, I guess it's going to pay about 200 publishers to license content for the product. Uh, well, Zeri asked if people would really want a platform as big as Facebook embracing a political ideology. Um, uh, this is from a CNBC.com piece about it. Uh, but, uh, you know, at least the thing I think people want to know is they want to get the options. Um, they don't want to be given just a few choices, Sam, or, you know, Kelt, help the other ones out. Now, they, uh, they call Breitbart a far-right news outlet. They say that it... Uh, had actually uh, somehow it's been accused of defending white nationalists, uh, both in their articles and on Twitter. Um, so anyway, uh, those are some of the, uh, I guess you could say, commentary. Yeah, because if you don't go along with story. the racism out there in society, then you're defending white nationalism, right? And that's well. Know. That's right. That's what uh, this guy was doing at the concert, right? That he didn't uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, say those things about the president. So then he's a white nationalist. Is that? No, how he's that defending works? white nationalism for sure. You know, see, that's the problem Good with point. the way they manipulate this result. Let's say that a black person rapes a white person, and I don't report it. Is that racial? Yes, especially if it was a white person raping a black girl or something like that. See, it's it's not. Equal. We, we decide the stories based on race, and then if we don't play that game, we want to be even-handed and report crime as it is a crime equally, then they say we're racist. And so they suppress news, they manipulate news, and if you don't go along, then you're the enemy. Now, I guess comedian Steven Crowder uh, exposed some problems too, Kurt. He exposes that Tulsi Gabbard's YouTube videos were suppressed on YouTube while she was trending over Hillary Clinton in the big old feud between the two, right? So you know how Tulsi and, and, and Hillary got in a big battle, right? Well, now it turns out that Google aided Hillary with YouTube because they suppressed Tulsi Gabbard's videos, and the comedian uh, exposed it and showed on Twitter uh, how the results are and how they've been manipulated and controlled and everything else. You want to respond to that, Kurt? So now Hillary's getting help. So we're going to go out to the president saying, hey, he tried to get a foreign entity to, to work with him to get political advantage. Now you got Hillary doing it via Google and YouTube or whoever's doing it on Hillary's behalf, suppressing Tulsi. Now Hillary's a white woman, right, Kurt? Yep. All right. What's Good Tulsi? Work, Kurt? Is she a white woman? Yes, she is. Uh, but like you say, uh, Hillary's the insider and the uh, consummate. So uh, what happens when they're know, both the same and race and then one suppressed over the other? Is that racial? I'd call it the insider boys uh, getting their help. Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing 
countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, so Stephen Crowder exposing that Tulsi Gabbard's videos were suppressed when in the feud with Hillary Clinton. That's interesting, big time. There's a new study out, too, by the Media Research Council. Study says that networks base three out of five... Impeachment reports on anonymous sources, WND.com with the details. Republicans have been complaining of House Democrats interviewing witnesses in their impeachment inquiry in closed-door sessions and then leaking selective testimony to the media to make the president look bad. But now the Media Research Center, Kurt, has found that nearly six in ten impeachment reports by ABC, CBS, and NBC over the past month have been based on anonymous sources, mainly to damage the president. But the problem is these stories cannot be independently verified. Right? From September 24th, from the day the impeachment inquiry was announced until October 24th, these reports, I guess it turns out that these three networks, Kurt, have provided 322 minutes to the against Donald Trump newscasts, even though they can't verify their sources. So it turns out that there's several examples, but they quoted an anonymous source that was using another anonymous source for their information. Okay, on ABC World News tonight, 54% of the stories were based on, quote, anonymous sources. CBS Evening News, it was 60%. And for MSNBC, it was 60%. And, um, well... A policy uh, that's quoted by the what they call the the Society of Professional Journalists cautions strongly against the use of anonymous sources. We can't use anonymous sources except for in the most extreme circumstances. A New York Times style book explains that, quote, in the faceless and the nameless, 
should be a last resort. Anonymity must not become a cloak for personal attacks, the Times says. The attacks, well, are not fair to the, quote, unnamed speaker. Put another way, every source that talks to a reporter is promoting the facts and spin that best reflects their agenda. Right? So when a source hides behind the cloak of anonymity, well, you can't deal with that fairly. Now, some are even worse than anonymous, they say. Newsbusters pointed out. ABC chief White House correspondent Jonathan Carl recently had a story quoting an anonymous source that his report was relayed secondhand by another anonymous source. So then they say that the phone call President Trump had is crazy, but it's based on all that, well, secret source based on secret source based on secret source. You don't even know what the real sources are. Chief Washington correspondent Major Garrett reported on another anonymous source description of a memo written by a second anonymous source. This is serious, Kurt. So earlier this month, the Society of Professional Journalists, Florida chapter, said that it wanted to trademark the words fake news. Because if they could trademark fake news, then you wouldn't be able to use that, Kurt. Then when pushed on the topic, they said, oh, it was just a joke. But they find it really troubling when Donald Trump uses fake news so often, Kurt. They don't like that. But yet, they turn around and peddle fake news. Even worse, because they do it under this idea that they're the experts. So Donald saying fake news is just a guy out there with his opinion. They could say, well, he's the president of the United States. And my response is, yeah, but these journalists are peddling fake news based on they're trying to make you believe it's legitimate. Well, it's an anonymous source. We can't reveal our sources. That's been a hallmark of journalism for a long time. But at the same time, how do you verify? How do you double check? How do you second check the news story, Kurt? And they've left all journalistic sensibilities behind long ago. The battle is who's allowed to promote fake news. They believe somehow, Kurt, they have a special, what do you want to call it, privilege to peddle fake news. You want to respond to that, Kurt? Well, it's more of the same of the uh, whole, uh, you know, I mean, you you do, uh, you've got to be tolerant. Uh, we don't have to uh, kind of thing. And they're just uh, continuing in this same vein, uh, Sam. It seems to me like uh, that's the way I see it. Yeah, why is it so loud whenever Kirk Crosby enables his mic? Because he's got the Patriot printing going on. His printing presses are fired up all hour long. So if you need a print job done, get a hold of Kurt. He'll help you with it. If it's uh, to promote conservative values, there's special pricing and details over that Patriot printing. Get a hold of Kurt, C-U-R-T at LibertyRoundTable.com. All right. President Trump says his reason, his purpose for keeping troops in Syria is to control the oil, Kurt. You want to respond to that? Well, um, He's saying it's to control the oil. I, you know, I don't know for sure uh, uh, what is going on over there. But, uh, you know, I, I do know this, that uh, 
you know, oil is a big, uh, a big part of the economy of the world. Uh, I think it's interesting that if countries um, obey God's laws, I believe they can typically find oil and the fuels that they need right where they are, rather than having to hunt around the world for them. Well, I would personally talk about sovereignty of a country, and I would say, hey, Donald Trump has no right or authority to breach sovereignty, whether it's for uh, oil or any other reason. Right? I mean, this isn't, uh, in my opinion, something President Trump can just do if he wants to, is it? In other words, I think if we ignore this and don't talk about the sovereignty of nations, we make a big mistake, Kurt. Yeah, it's a good point, Sam. All right. There you have that. Now, you have something else about Kanye you wanted to bring up, Kurt? Kurt's got a late-breaking story on Kanye. I, think. I don't. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember what, what this one is. Uh, no, man. You um, just sent it to me like five Something I just sent you uh, about Kanye. All right. Let's see if I can find it. Um, oh, I guess it's Canada's West. It's not Kanye's West, Kurt. It's just Canada's West. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay, good. Yeah, the uh, uh, Trudeau up there, uh, you know, that's their uh, leader up in Canada. I guess he won re-election just recently. And so now the west of Canada, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, the western part of Canada is talking that they'd kind of like to exit Canada, you know, and be their own country. And, you know, I mean, this... I wonder if it'll be like the Brits. They just get told they can do it over and over and over, but never get it, get it done. Well, there you have it. Anyway, I was trying to make a joke. It wasn't Kanye. It was Canada's West. I guess that everybody's mad at Trudeau. Sense. Everybody wants to exit and Brexit, and everybody wants to leave everything. Don't they, Kurt? Well, you know, I mean, I can understand the guys in California that want to leave the uh, city folks and say, hey, man, we we don't agree with you, Jerry Brown types and whatever. And and uh, certainly, uh, you know, the big cities that want to promote socialism and all that kind of stuff to me. Uh, I mean, if they were left to their own, they'd basically turn their place into Venezuela's and, you know, uh, the rest of us, we're just not on that kind of plan. Yeah, Kurt Crosby's favorite politician is um, thinking about getting his old seat back, huh, Kurt? Well, Jeff Sessions, Sam, is not my favorite politician. But, oh, okay. Uh, you know, I I had high hopes for him. The Washington Times has this piece about him. It says uh, Jeff Sessions reportedly weighing run for old Senate seat, uh, and according to Yellowhammer News, it's an Alabama website. He's now strongly considering mounting a candidacy. Uh, I guess you've got to qualify for it by the eighth uh, of November. So that should you know happen pretty soon if he decides to jump in or not uh i hope that he puts uh his uh support behind uh chief justice roy moore down there uh sam and we get a uh well a real leader in the senate uh that's what i hope for it's a great hope but it's a hope that never was jeff session will never back our buddy roy moore Kurt. i i have no uh Thoughts that he'll even consider that. Do you think he will, Kurt? Has he ever backed Roy Moore before? Well, you know, he's getting older and he could be having the uh, come to, um, you know, the 
uh, moment, if you will. In other words, he could be uh, trying to do better and straighten up, and maybe he will. It'd be great to see. Yeah, uh, has he ever backed uh, Roy Moore before? There. Do you think? Um, I I'm not aware of it, but uh, I know he's been the, you know, pretty popular there. And uh, right now, apparently, their poll shows the former Auburn football coach leading uh, Judge Roy Moore um, right now, at least down there for this uh, so-called uh, Republican uh Senate seat, uh, or at least the candidacy there. So this coach is running against Ray Moore? Right. And the coach has the yeah. upper hand. Yeah, his name is Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, um, if, you beat, if you beat Roy Moore up too much, buddy, you just don't stand a chance. If you just continue to, you know, manipulate public opinion against somebody, they, after a while they don't have the clout they once had, Kurt. That's a great point, Sam. And that's what I see going on here, so... There you have that. All right, Kurt's got the scoop on jobs, huh, Kurt? Well, uh, they're saying that, uh, you know, uh, there's there's some, uh, what would you say, uh, that, uh, you know, there's a little bit uh, better, um, at, at least at NBC, uh, they're having some tough times there, Sam, and uh, they're adding some digital jobs, which would be more and more of the new media taking center stage, but then they're laying off some staffers. Uh, I would kind of hope that NBC just kind of goes away, but, uh, you know, in this case, I guess they're still around, Sam. They're not going to go away with the backing of Donald, Kurt, at all, you know? Get invited to the press corps, hang out with the Donald, you know, shout at him outside of the airplanes and stuff like that. As long as that, you know, Donald continues to prop up that press, they'll all stay around, you know? Well, that's a great point. Uh, apparently, NBC is one of the, um, I mean, the guys want to do the investigation of themselves, like with Matt Lauer and these others, uh, by themselves, whereas some of the others, like Fox News and a few others, at least they hired outside, apparently uh, outside or independent uh, investigators. But most of those entities with so much money on the line, there's a whole lot of, uh, if you ask me, a whole lot of uh, fake news going on. Amen to that. Hey, Kurt, you remember that October is Blindness Awareness Month, right? I see. Before the month ended, I just wanted to make sure you remembered that, you know what I mean? All right, thanks for being alongside for the right hour, one of the can hour, two coming up. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby on your radio. Archives 24-7 available. LootyRoundTable.com free. If you have the heart to help promote our goals, that is to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property, please donate today. LibertyRoundTable.com. Every penny makes a difference. We're grateful for you. Without you, we wouldn't even be here. So spread the word, would you please? LibertyRoundTable.com. For Sam and Kurt, we declare we the people. Along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure.